A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Thursday, 29th of September. I'm Sonal Patel. And I'm Holly Keogh. Florida declares a national emergency as Hurricane Ian hits. Thousands are evacuated, millions are without power. It may end up being a Category 5, but at a minimum it's going to be a very strong Category 4 that's going to rank as one of the top five hurricanes to ever hit the Florida Peninsula. There's going to be damage throughout the whole state. Be prepared for some impacts. And the West Titans energy security after a gas pipeline is attacked. What happened in Washington international waters is an attack on European um, energy infrastructure, European energy security, close to uh, our borders. Uh, and uh, that's something uh, we, we will respond to uh, in, in solidarity uh, in Europe. The Times Daily World Briefing. We start in Florida, which is being battered by Hurricane Ian. Oh, there goes the signs. There goes the bed. These mad aerospace engineers flew within the eye of the storm as it moved from Cuba to the United States. We're all right. We're all right. They were deploying an uncrewed aerial system to gather data on the storm as they were hurled around. Ian Underwood from the Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration was on the flight. He says it was the roughest of his life. Hurricane Ian made landfall in Florida with wind speeds of 150 miles an hour. Good morning, I'm Diane Macedo. Today on ABC News Live, Hurricane Ian is on the move. American channels are filled with dire warnings and weather maps. Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to give an update in just a few moments. As the hurricane moves through the state, causing serious flooding. Nearly two million residents and businesses are without power, with the storm knocking out power lines and grids. Ron DeSantis is the governor for Florida. Overwhelmingly, uh, it's been that surge that has been the, the, the biggest issue uh, and the flooding uh, that has resulted uh, as a result of that. In some areas, uh, we think it's hit 12 feet. Now, it is our meteorologist's view that the storm surge has likely peaked, uh, but we know that this has been a a big storm and and it's done a a lot of damage uh, as it is. There's widespread flooding and in places like Fort Myers, floodwaters have swept through the streets and in some places reached up to the second floor of buildings. Look at the action here on these waters. We've got a reverse serve where the bottom of the bay... An ABC reporter near the coast. Tens of thousands of people in Florida boarded up their homes and left before the storm hit as long lines of cars formed, leaving the shore. It's left in its wake pretty catastrophic scenes. Jackie Goddard, the Times US correspondent, is also in Florida. It was two to three 
months worth of rainfall in one day alone at Cape Coral, near where the hurricane's eye made landfall. We're seeing imagery of submerged buildings, um, houses literally off their foundations and floating down streets. The hurricane barreled through Cuba on Tuesday, killing two people and shattering the country's electrical grids before heading to Florida. But while many people left the state, some battened down the hatches, waiting for the storm to pass in their own homes. But while many were keen to avoid the storm, some actually chased it, like Reed Timmer. He's a professional storm watcher and was on Pine Island in Florida as Hurricane Ian hit. People in Florida being warned to expect power to remain out for days to come. Meanwhile, states like Georgia and South Carolina are bracing themselves for the fallout flooding to hit. The latest on the gas pipelines now and European countries are increasing security around oil and gas installations after the suspected sabotage of two major pipelines. Two explosions caused massive leaks in the underwater natural gas pipelines running from Russia to Germany. The EU, US and NATO have suggested damage was deliberate but have not directly named Russia. It's previously been accused of using gas supplies as a weapon against Western countries for supporting Ukraine. President Vladimir Putin's spokesman Dmitry Peskov has called any implication of Russian involvement in the suspected sabotage as predictable, stupid and absurd, suggesting the US could be at fault. However, Danish Foreign Minister Jeppe Kofod wasn't impressed with this suggestion. I don't know what game Moscow is playing, but what we are focusing on is to establish the facts of what happened. Uh, we can see it was intentional, that uh, it's intentional explosions that led to these uh, leaks, severe leaks of uh, Nord Stream 1 and, and 2 uh, pipelines. When we can attribute this uh, uh, to a party, we will of course come with a common European response. What happened, it was in international waters. It's an attack on European um, energy infrastructure, European energy security, close to uh, our borders. Uh, and uh, that's something uh, we, we will respond to uh, in, in, in solidarity uh, in Europe. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen has promised the strongest possible response if the attack is proven to have been deliberate. John Loff is an associate fellow on the Russia and Eurasia programme at Chatham House. He believes it could be a new tactic from the Kremlin to ramp up pressure on NATO in its support of Ukraine. This was possibly an effort to signal to NATO countries, to Ukraine's allies, that Russia has this capacity. It coincided with the opening of this new uh, Norwegian pipeline to Poland. And it's, one might say, a remarkable coincidence. If Russia has that capability and is prepared to use it, it would, of course, trigger Article 5 of the NATO treaty. And so that would be, uh, even the threat of being able to do something like that, like that would be a serious um, escalation. The leaks on both Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 pipelines were discovered on Monday and Tuesday. According to the Danish Energy Minister Dan Jorgensen, leaks could last for at least a week until the gas escaping from the pipe runs out. On the way, US Vice President Kamala Harris arrives in South Korea as tensions rise in the region. And the curious case of the green puppy. The Times Daily World Briefing. The latest on the protests now following the death in police custody of Iranian woman Masa Amin. 
Nazanin Zagari Ratcliffe has released a video showing her cutting her hair. It's in support of anti-government protests. She's a British-Iranian freed earlier this year after six years in detention. Masa Amin is among those she names. The Kurdish 22-year-old died while in the custody of Iran's morality police. She'd been arrested for allegedly breaking the strict hijab rules. Her death has sparked dozens of protests and the unrest shows no signs of dying down. The Iranian authorities have retaliated by bombing Iraq's Kurdistan region, killing 13 people, including a pregnant woman. Iran says they were supporting the recent riots. Human rights groups say dozens of people have died in protests that followed Masa's death. Protests that spread across 80 cities in Iran and across the world in places like Paris and London. The Iranian authorities, meanwhile, have blamed the unrest on rioters linked to foreign enemies. Vice President of the United States Kamala Harris has arrived in South Korea a day after the North fired two short-range ballistic missiles off its east coast. It's the second launch this week and part of a record year of tests by Pyongyang. The US and South Korea have been holding joint naval drills in the waters around the Korean peninsula. The vice president met with the South Korean president, Yoon Suk-yeol, in Seoul. For seven decades, the alliance between the United States and the Republic of Korea has been a linchpin of security and prosperity on the Korean Peninsula and in the Indo-Pacific and throughout the globe. I'm here to reinforce the strength of our alliance and strengthen our work together. During her visit to South Korea, the vice president will visit the heavily fortified demilitarized zone, dividing the two countries. With denuclearization talks between the North and the U.S. at a standstill, Pyongyang continues to build and refine its weapons, while Washington strengthens its defenses. North Korea has test-launched more than 30 weapons so far this year. That's more than in any other single year. South Korea and Japan officials have condemned what they call the provocations. This is the Japanese Chief Cabinet Secretary Hirokazu Matsuno. It's difficult for us to state from our side North Korea's intentions behind the latest missile launch. Regardless of their intention, North Korea's repeated ballistic missile launches are a violation of the related United Nations Security Council resolution and are absolutely unacceptable. We cannot overlook the significant improvement in their missile technology. Earlier this week, Pyongyang's ambassador to the UN, Song Kim, made a speech to the General Assembly criticising the US and South Korea for their military exercises. He said they were bringing the peninsula to the brink of war. Kim suggested that the United States' hostile policy towards North Korea was the reason that the world was now heading into a much more dangerous phase. South Korea and the US, meanwhile, say that their joint military drills are being carried out to bring stability to the region. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the latest on the sport, here's Kane Reeves. For the first time, injuries cost football clubs across Europe's so-called top five leagues more than half a billion pounds last season. It marks a worrying increase in the prevalence of injuries, with the number of individual players missing game time up 20% year-on-year. Fresh research from a company in the UK has created a 130-page injury index report, which will be presented to clubs. But managers who claim fixture congestion causes injuries to their players are being told that's not the case. 
The report has shown that Liverpool, who played every possible match last season, did not sustain the most injuries. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. The rapper Coolio, best known for the hit Gangster's Paradise, has died at the age of 59. His manager said he was visiting a friend's house in Los Angeles when he was found unresponsive on the bathroom floor. Coolio emerged on the LA rap scene in the 1980s, but when he recorded Gangster's Paradise in 1995, he cemented himself in hip-hop history. Not only did the track earn him a Grammy for Best Solo Rap Performance, but it reached number one on the US Billboard charts and stayed there for three weeks. The exact cause of his death is not yet known, but it's believed he may have had a cardiac arrest. And finally, puppies, dogs. They come in all sorts of shapes and colours. Some have dark fur, others are blonde or grey, there are even redheads, and some even have spots. But have you ever seen a green dog? You didn't mishear me, I definitely said green. She really did. It happened in the States in Alabama to dog breeder called Mark Ruffin. His French bulldog gave birth to eight puppies, but one of those first born was green. It was a rough day and Mark couldn't believe what he was seeing. So he scrubbed and scrubbed, but still the puppy stayed green and very cute. Apparently, while a rarity, green puppies can be a thing. And it's something to do with what happens when they're born. Some think the strange pigmentation takes place when light-shaded puppies come into contact with something called bividin, a green pigment detected in bile. Mark says he's thinking of calling his one-in-a-million puppy Chloe, not Kermit. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday, 29th of September. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.